Good morning and welcome to your Friday on the Sports Desk. Uh, back with Sam, Jay and Jesse. James is is at the Grand Prix track right now, we do believe, but w- there is so much stipulation whether that is actually going ahead today. There's different reports. There was a report from the BBC overnight that it indeed was uh, going to cancel, but they've yet announced anything like that. It's a shame at the minute with all this that uh, all sport is hanging by the threads at the minute. Yeah, Which is um, this is very much a um, coronavirus special edition of the show, I think, because it's probably <laughs> going to dominate the majority of segments we talk about today. Um, as I understand, uh, I'm not the closest with um, motorsports, but I do understand that uh, I think it was McLaren had uh, already decided not to run. Uh, we have had uh, numerous conflicting reports over the uh, state of the event over the past 24 hours, so I'm not entirely sure how that one's going to play out. Yeah, it'd be a big shame, but uh, of course you have to keep the public safe. And that's why these measures are, are being put in. Uh, also in the sports headlines today, uh, the NRL kicked off last night. I think the Eels defeated the Bulldogs. I'm not too uh, up to NRL. So that's li- I thought they started the same week as the AFL, but the week before. Um, well, they've, they've got about like 24, 26 rounds. So they've got to, um, ah, they've right, got to sneak okay. extra time in, plus they're dealing with Origin too. Yep. Uh, so the Eels defeated the... Uh, Bulldogs 8-2. Uh, also, Australia, the Matildas uh, bet Vietnam 2-1 in the second leg of the Olympic qualifiers. So they're on the way to Japan, which is exciting. Um, well, well, that's that's if we get the event in Tokyo later this yeah, year, honestly. Wow. Everything just has an asterisk on yeah, it right now. Uh, uh, and also, uh, well, they did light the torch today in uh, Greece overnight too. That's um, going to make its way around. So <laughs> at least the torch is going around. We can see some some part of it. And I did fell for. There's going to be a lot of clickbait at the moment. And I felt for a clickbait sto- story on the Premier League um, that was saying the Premier League was cut off, which I actually believed for a second. Then I clicked on it, and then so <laughs> watch. It, make sure all yeah, your reading is 100. percent Sorry. Uh, yeah. The prim- uh, yeah. I saw that same thing. Oh, People were saying. Did? Pubs weren't going to show the the games, and uh, yeah, people would have to stream the games instead. But no, it's it's all going ahead. But uh, there was a Europa League. They had Olympia Olympia Cos Olympiacos. Yeah, they played today, which is interesting. I found because after Arsenal and City had to call off their game because of Arsenal being in contact with yeah the yeah. boss of. So uh, that's weird. Why do they? I don't know why they play. That's if bizarre. Arsenal and City have called theirs off. Why this game went ahead in Europa? Presumably, that has to mean that the Olympiacos owner had more recent and direct contact with Arsenal players than with his own over the past fourteen. Yeah, days. well, maybe it wasn't the players; it was just the Arsenal head honcho officials and all that sort of thing that maybe had been. Maybe they tested the team already. Um, but yeah, very weird. Um, what else is making headlines? Oh, of course, big. Big week in the um, basketball, which we will talk about once we get to that segment. But NBA being shut off, which is wow. They went straight, straight flat on it. They didn't want to risk it. I, I, I'm not sure if their plan initially wants to play in empty stadiums, um, or it, it just wasn't going to make them enough money, so they've pulled it completely. Yeah, well, I, I um, typically I, I stay out of the basketball segments because I, I don't really feel qualified to speak on it. But I did see a lot about this, and I figured uh, I know that the, they're running um, the March Madness tournament, 
with I think the the term that this, that's been doing the rounds was uh, essential staff and limited family attendance. No. Um, they they still they still plan on doing the um, the March Madness tournament under those conditions. I, I I'm I'm aware of the the uh, incredible amount of money that goes into mm. um, the NBA uh, in all regards, and so um, to me it's it's stunning that um, they've decided not to prioritize that and. Um, instead have uh, actually made the decision to to just call everything off entirely for now um is yeah very surprising to me given um you know the potential uh revenue that they stand to make on any given day it's a huge call i think mm, yeah. okay we'll talk about more yep. after the break uh, but yes, we will get to more sport. Um, we've got some uh, cricket and footy on the way. But hopefully <laughs> the sense of this uh, coronavirus dread will hopefully not hang over the whole show. But, but we'll, we'll, we'll get through it and we'll come back uh, with some AFL and cricket after this. But this is uh, Nothing But Thieves, Amsterdam on the sports desk on Sid. Nothing with Thieves, Amsterdam on the sports desk this morning on Sin. Back with Sam, Jay and Jesse. And uh, we're going to get this morning straight into a bit of cricket because there is on today. Okay, so we've also got the one day international today. Yes, Australia versus New Zealand, which is going to be played under closed doors, uh, which was announced, I think, yesterday. Uh, This is in Sydney for this first game, and then on Sunday they play again in Sydney, and then they move to Hobart for the third game. All those games will be closed doors, so um, there's a potential. They're playing 2020s as well with New Zealand. That may also be the same uh, conditions as closed doors, which, I mean, you can't take any precautions with... uh, what's going on at the moment and Great Australia fair enough doing what they have to do yep. I don't think there was going to be a big crowd anyway for these games um, but you know it is what it is now so we'll move on and and just on the uh, the, the cricket last weekend the uh, women's uh, final against India that was a massive turnout on the Sunday where oh, there was yeah. lots of sports already um, so props to everyone who made it out to the MCG last Sunday did you any of you go? Didn't no go I was it, um I was. I had people I knew who were um, yep. who were able to go, and I was. I was quite jealous. Um, I couldn't get out there myself, but um, it was a phenomenal attendance. It looked like uh, quite a spectacle, and they they sure got a show on the pitch. Um, well, crucial effort from uh, Meg Lanning in the first innings with the bat forty nine or forty nine. Um, yeah, just uh, huge, uh, huge day overall, and. Um, yeah, I think it'll be uh, remembered for some time. It's definitely one of the better days in um, women's sport in Australia, for sure. Yep. yep. Okay, footy time. Uh, now, we've been warming up our predictions all week. <laughs> uh, exciting. We are one week away from the AFL season. Uh, and, um, well, we'll go straight to our predictions. We're going to go through our, our Smokey for the Brownlow, a team maybe to break into the eight and... Uh, Premiers, who do you who do you think? No, it's it's very early to call premiers, and people hate kind of well, making these predictions early in the season. But we'll we'll go. We'll, I'll, we'll start with you, um, Jay. Um, I don't want to be biased about Richmond, but yeah. oh, no, <laughs> not surprised. Uh, if I was to say anyone 
outside of Richmond, I'd say uh, I'm trying to think because I like people are tipping GWS as a big you know to bounce back from the yeah. disappointment of the grand final. But I've done I that two know. or three straight years now. I think they've sort of burned me. I don't think they're going to do it. I, it could be West Coast, the other team. West Coast oh, is Richmond. a contender. Yeah, or Richmond for me. I'm hoping it's someone new, to be honest. Back to back. I'm <laughs> oh, hungry. No, 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 you've had enough. No. <laughs> uh, okay, so you're, um, so you're going with Richmond. Uh, you're Smokey for the Brownlow. I was thinking about Walters, um, but, yeah, I'd say Walters if it was anyone. Okay. Michael I can't Walters. think of anyone else. Right now. And your team to break into the eight. Uh, I'd have to say St Kilda. I St. feel Kilda. like St Kilda will yeah. come up this year. Well, the- I mean, that, there was a, a whole heap of um, a whole heap of buzz around their trade recruits last season. Yeah, uh, bringing in uh, practically every target they were setting out to get um, mm. before the window opened, which is is so rare to accomplish yep. in this competition. Um, you know, with Bradley Hill, Paddy Ryder, Zach Jones, etc. Um, so yeah, I mean they they looked very imposing and um I think it sent a real message to the competition that they uh you know they weren't gonna play around landing no, every yeah. target they said yeah. they wanted to get. Um I think could could reap quite some dividends for them. Um just depends on uh whether they can keep a um key forward healthy. It's been a problem for them before. Obviously they've now lost Josh Bruce. Mm. Um, but yeah, Rowan Marshall, I think, is going to be extremely important there. And I think with Ryder now as probably a permanent full-time ruckman, um, Marshall will have the the freedom to really hone his craft uh, inside fifty this year. And I um I would be definitely looking out for him to make a huge impact. Okay, and your Brownlow Smokey. Ah, jeez. I mean, I think you know there could be quite a few around. Um, the one I'm really sort of leaning towards I guess and it's um a little biased because he comes out from Gippsland way where I was but um Josh Dunkley okay. I think is a genuine shot of course uh his biggest problem in that regard is getting uh you know he's surrounded by you know top quality uh top quality midfielders um is is liable to have some votes siphoned from him Perhaps by um, you know, the likes of uh, Bontempelli, etc. Yep. Um, maybe Lockie Hunter as well if he gets some sustained time in the starting eighteen. Um, but yeah, I really uh, Dunkley really uh, came of age last season. Obviously, um, debuting in a, a Premiership year was quite a kickstart. But uh, yeah. he's he's re- he really went on with it last year. Had a, a if you want to call it a, a breakout season, I guess debuting in a Premiership year would. You would think typically be a breakout season, but um, he yeah he he took it upwards last year, and I really back him in for good things with the dogs this year. Nice, okay, and of course the premiers. <sighs> yeah, um, I mean it's really hard to overlook. Uh, it's really hard to overlook the, the Tigers. It's, it's, it's funny, so be, difficult. Yeah, and the fact that the last five or six years probably the competition has evened up a lot of the teams that like usually there was a bigger gap. But a lot of the team's closer now, and because of what Bulldogs did a few years ago, it's hard to tell the up and coming. Um, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's evened up in terms of sort of the top um, six to eight teams, yeah. perhaps um, nationwide. 
uh, obviously probably not a lot of that I think comes down to recruitment anyway when you've yeah. got someone like Tom Lynch leaving uh, the bottom side to join the top side and win a flag with them is um, you know probably not what the commission may have necessarily had in mind but <laughs> um, yeah it's it's it would feel uh, it would feel foolish to suggest anyone other than Richmond but if I was going to um, I would try and back Collingwood in. Um, it oh just, God! We go from worst to worst. <laughs> it just yeah, it depends <laughs> if their stars stay on the park. Obviously, yeah. uh, you've got Dane Beams. I think is is still out um, indefinitely with his uh, uh, mental health concerns. Uh, Adam Trelaw, I think, is now going to miss the first couple of weeks of the season as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it. Uh, if they keep themselves relatively injury free, like Brisbane have, I know they've got every single player available for round one, yeah, which is that's staggering. Insane. That is insane. Um, they've really struggled on that front the last two or three years, and I yep. think it derailed their campaign last year. But um, yeah, the Lions and the Pies have every chance of being right up there. But okay. it's it, the sensible thing I think to do is, is back Richmond against the field. Yep. Okay, my prediction now. It was going to be obvious this was going to come out of my na- mouth for the Brownlow, but no. Paddy Cripps. Yep. I've got to go for him this year. I've got <laughs> yes. to go for him this year. Uh, he is a machine. Uh, although the last game he did in the uh, the practice matches, I know that's not form you should probably take into the, uh, the season, but, uh, well, that second game he didn't do very much. But um, no. Walsh lifted, though. Yes. It was a tough, tough evening. Yeah. Um, it absolutely was, but Sam Walsh, I think, really picked up pretty much right where he left off last year. Well, then, yeah, that's good. Um, yeah, I was I was going to touch on that uh, practice match actually, since you're a Carlton guy. Obviously, okay. Eddie, Eddie Betts kicked a couple of first quarter yes. goals and was then almost totally radio silent after that. Um, but I think that's the that type of play. The most promising sign. Yeah, but I don't think if I think the mistake is to think he's going to be in the form that he was a couple of years ago. If he can come into a game and lift the team by getting that, you know, those needed goals in, where he snaps it around the boundary or whatever it is at a crucial time, I think that's where his role will sit. I think, uh, I don't want to put too much pressure onto him this early, because, I don't know, I I think he's going to perform well, maybe better than he did last year at Adelaide, he's in a happier place now. Um, but we'll see, I think I think it's, it's a bit hard to put too much pressure this late on in his career, but I think if he if he does that and may kick a few goals every week, but not not kicking six, you know, or kicking ten, <laughs> almost no. like he used to ten years ago. <laughs> well, you guys signed Callum Moore as well. Yeah, for, that, that was quick. Yeah, he got, he got picked up as a rookie. He, um, I mean, I've hardly had much opportunity to see him because I think he's only played eight senior games. But yeah, um, yeah I mean, uh, the forward line I think is is in need of reinforcements mm. Mm. across the board. So. Um, if he gets a chance out there this year, then you know hopefully he'll make the best of it. Yeah, well, th- well, that's what Richmond did, which is so scary. They've got so much depth because of the the injuries they had early on. They had a chance to grow their young talent, and um, and it, their younger guys are scary. <laughs> so uh, it's a shame that we've got a couple of forwards out, um, Charlie Kernow for one, and yeah, that's um, a huge, huge Harry Mackay out a um, bit frustrating but I think if we give well you never know with these young guys they can blow us away <laughs> um, but as opposed to the rest of my predictions the team to break into the eight oh I don't know um, 
I would like to say it would be, but I, I just can't. I can't put my money on it. I can't. can't. No, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. I can't uh, they, do it. I would like to fantasy land uh, for me at the minute. Oh, who else? Um, maybe. I'm trying to think. Who was the bottom eight last year? Get on the ladder. Bottom eight. Yeah. Um, I know we had the the Dockers were down there. Um, Dockers. The okay. Bulldogs as well. Hawks. Oh no, um, the dogs made it. They, they oh, played. sorry, they no. Got, I was thinking, in the first thinking the year before. That's right. And they got walked on. Dragon Port can. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> Don't like Port. Fair enough. Melbourne. Port, Port have another uh, Port or another side that have a really good young core coming through. I think. Um, okay. Connor Rosie, uh, I think, was very very impressive last year. Um, very much earned his early rising star nomination. Uh, Zach Butters and, and Xavier Dersma look really good at either end of the ground as well. So I um, I don't see them slipping any further down than they currently are, especially if they get keep guys like Jack Watts healthy. They lost yeah. him for a significant portion of last season. Um, maybe a Frio. A Frio could work their way up. Who knows? Uh, but yeah, I mean, Mundy's, Mundy's getting very, very into the twilight stage of his career. Yeah. He's, what, 34, <laughs> 35, I believe? Yeah, I He's think quite that's up right. there. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've got sort of emerging key forwards as well, mm. like St Kilda do. They've had a yep. big hole in that area for a while since, you know, losing guys like Pavlich and Cam McCarthy being not the most consistent. Um, so, yeah, they, 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 I could see them slipping. Okay. Well, we look forward to round one, and next Thursday kicks off with Richmond Carlton at uh, 7.25 on Thursday. Me and uh, J- Jay going heads-to-heads. Yeah, I'll be there, mate. I'll be there. <laughs> and... Um, and Bulldogs and Collingwood on the Friday. We'll do the rest of the round uh, next week. Uh, but in the AFLW this round, uh, round six of eight, Geelong Cats uh, play North Melbourne tonight at 7.10. Uh, Brisbane play Collingwood uh, Saturday 3.10. St Kilda play Richmond 5.10 Saturday. Melbourne play Carlton Saturday 7.40. Western Bulldogs play Fremantle Sunday 1.10. Adelaide play GWS Sunday 3.10. And West Coast and Gold Coast are on Sunday at 5.10. And that's pretty much for the footy. Um, excited for next week. It, the build-up's going to be really great. I'm looking forward to Erin uh, Phillips returning this week. Oh, um, yes. She she came in a couple of weeks ago uh, in their loss to Carlton. That was her first game back since her ACL in last year's grand final. But um, she was managed last week. Um, Adelaide copped a hiding from the Roos. So... Um, it'll be nice to hopefully see her hit top form this yep. weekend against the Giants. And um, Melbourne Carlton is definitely a huge game to look out for at uh, TIO Traeger Park. Um, they're, I believe, second and third in their conference, both four and one. Um, so the Ds have the edge, I think, by percentage only. Yep. Um, both unchanged sides. They're in very strong form at the moment. So uh, I'd really be focusing on that one, I think, because I uh, think that will have huge implications for... Uh, conference B, I believe they're both in. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, despite again, I say it every week that the flaws, the obvious flaws of the conference system. Yeah, um, yeah, it's not fun, but uh, yeah, no, the we'll way it is, it. the way it is now, it is a uh, crucial clash in that context. Okay, well, we've got some basketball up next uh, with the remaining leagues <laughs> still active, uh, but we'll get to that, and of course. Our favourite topics towards the end of the show. Football, that's all Premier League, A-League and all that good stuff. Uh, But right now, we're going to play the Stone Roses on the Sports Desk. This is She Rings the Drums. This is the Sports Desk on Sin. The Stone Roses on Sin. That was She Bangs the Drums. 
And now it's time for some basketball. All right, well, uh, there isn't much basketball to talk about, <laughs> no, unfortunately. it's a shame. Uh, if you haven't heard, the uh, NBA's had to suspend the season due to uh, Utah play Rudo, Rudy Gobert being uh, tested positive to coronavirus. So as a result, the league's decided not to take any further risks with uh, the remaining, uh, all the other teams, all 30 teams. So they've suspended this season until further notice. Uh so we're not sure exactly when they'll do it, like start the season again. We've got like a month to go till the season's meant to finish and then moving into playoffs. So a question has to be asked whether they'll uh, try reschedule, push the games towards the American summer, which would yep. screw up the uh, free agency and draft and oh. summer league. Or if and they don't, don't some of the NBA, I'm not sure when it starts, but the uh, ice hockey venues use some of the NBA venues yeah. are the same. So, well, yeah, that's just going to be the problem if they're going to uh, what they're going to do. If it's going to be, yeah, if uh, they decide to reschedule the games, you're going to be pushing everything back. But if they want to just say that's it, the season's over, we'll just go straight to the playoffs in April, and whatever your standing is at the moment, that's where you'll. Sit. Oh. That's a possibility. I think. I reckon that's the way they'll have to how go. How many? How many uh, rounds are we say in? Is this midway through? Oh, this is like well, a month out. I think sixteen games roughly left for most teams. Oh, okay. So we're three quarters of the way through. Yeah. Already. So oh, okay. That's why it's a bit awkward for them. Do they just leave it? Have the standings as is, and the teams that have yeah. a playoff wherever you go into it, or do they just push everything back? So. It'll be interesting to see, um, but again, we don't know what's going to happen. Uh, they've had, they'll have time to obviously work this out. That's why yep. I've done a hiatus on this. Um, but there is NBL. Yes. That is uh, a relief for basketball fans, even though it's the grand final once this is over. Yeah. Then there will be nothing for us. So uh, The Wildcats and Kings played on uh, Sunday last week. Where the Wildcats won away from home by two points. Yep. So I'll now play game two tonight at 9.30 in Perth where the Wildcats can win it right here and now for yep. in front of their home crowd. So You think they're going to go all the way? They should pull it off. They're at home. They've pulled off a win upset yep. away from home. So I think this should happen. If not, then they go again on Sunday uh, for game three in Sydney. So we'll see how that goes, but I'm dipping the Wildcats to win it. Okay. Exciting stuff. Okay, well, we've got some Premier League, A-League, and all that good stuff on the way. Uh, this is The Living End. Roll on The Living End. This is the Sports Desk uh, on your Friday with Sam, uh, James, and... Sorry, Jay and J- J- Jesse. Oh, it was... Too many Sorry, James. James. Okay. James is currently at the Grand Prix, and he's yet to find about the news. Um, You're not going to want to hear this one, James. No, this is for all Arsenal fans out there. Mikel Atzeta has been uh, diagnosed with uh, tested. Sorry, tested positive. With coronavirus, uh, which is horrible because Arsenal weren't meant to play Brighton in the Premier League this weekend, which is obviously now not going to go ahead. They're going to have to pull every player, every official, anyone who's been in contact contact uh, with Mikel, Mikel Arteta. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. That's really going to put a dagger in things at the minute. Um, yeah, Arsenal put a statement out just before, um, not only confirming the news, but also uh, informing that uh, all of the 
first team staff would uh, also enter their quarantine starting now um, in accordance with the the British government's health regulation for yeah. this particular uh, pandemic, it's officially been called now. So um, the first team staff are now beginning their 14-day window, as is uh, Mikel Arteta. And uh, there's no word yet on the first team squad, um, but it would be widely understood that uh, they, they have said in the statement that uh, they will obviously not be able to complete certain fixtures on their currently scheduled dates. Which uh, they didn't name anything specifically. <laughs> they didn't, His eyebrows come up. They Jay's eyebrows. They didn't name uh, any players specifically who um, have tested for it, and uh, yeah. I'm sure that if wow. anything else gets found out, they'll put out another statement. But uh, currently, yeah, all we know is that Arteta and the staff are all now in isolation. Uh, there's a huge cloud over probably their next two or three weeks worth of fixtures uh, including Brighton this weekend and it's going to make it very difficult to reschedule the yeah. Man City game yeah. that was already supposed to be played yesterday but got well, called off. Benj- Benjamin Mendy is in self-isolation as well at the minute. Um, not sure if he's been tested yet but uh, yeah Ooh. very annoying but we'll talk to uh, well we'll cover the Champions League <laughs> Um, with what games are played? Uh, uh, Leipzig played Tottenham uh, on uh, what day was it? Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday morning, uh, which means Tottenham are now out. Leipzig uh, looked very scary in the highlights. I think they will go far in this tournament. Well, I mean, in fairness, um, Leipzig, Leipzig, I think played fine, but uh, uh, Hugo Lloris, this this was not. This was not Hugo Lloris's day no. uh, at all. The 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 two goals to uh, Marcel Sabitzer were one hundred percent totally preventable. Uh, two just horrible blunders, especially the second goal. Um, yeah. Lloris uh, tapping it off the goal line onto the inside of the post and then back in, um, which was probably lucky to still be considered a Sabitzer goal rather than an own goal, but. Um, yeah, it's just uh, bad to worse for Tottenham right now. Yep. Uh, Atalanta uh, defeated Valencia 4-0. Wiped them off. Uh, underdogs. Atalanta, did we think? It was 4-3, but 8-4 um, in aggregate. Oh, sorry, 4-3. I read wrong. Sorry. Uh, 8-4 in aggregate, yeah. Um, yeah, huge. Uh, Ilicic, all four goals for Atalanta. He's in the form of his absolute life right now. Two first-half penalties and then two goals in the last 20 minutes as well. Um, I don't know if it's too early to call them perhaps giant killers. I know Valencia, mm, Valencia yeah. are a, a very big, reputable club. Yep, uh, have been uh, you know mainstays of this competition yep. for you know this century at least. Um, so a gigantic result for Atalanta, the first time they ever even qualified for the Champions League, and they've they've come this far. Um, it's going to be very tough for them to host the first leg of the next round, though. Um, with Italy on almost total lockdown. I have no idea what their plans are for that now since the Serie A is obviously inactive, uh, much like the NBA. Um, it's going to be hard for them, but uh, it's remarkable, no matter what happens with mm. the future of the competition now, it's remarkable that they've uh, gotten this far and accomplished like that. Eight goals in two games is uh, very special. And in fact, uh, there's only one goalkeeper that's uh, kept Atalanta out in this Champions League competition. Really? Only one, and it was Kyle Walker. 
Mm. After, <laughs> yep. you'll love that. <laughs> the Kyle Walker goalkeeping legend. After oh, Edison and Claudio Bravo game. were both removed. That was a very stressful game. <laughs> they they both conceded to Atalanta in that game, Edison and Bravo, yep. before they were removed. And Walker yep. is the only one all competition who's held them out, which is mm. legendary. Wow, <laughs> that's a great fact. Uh, also on Thursday, uh, PSG defeated uh, Dortmund two nil. Uh, which just sneaked PSG over the line in a 3-2 aggregate. Uh, so a close one, that. Uh, did you also see the photo <laughs> after the game? Uh, how do you say his name? Erling, Erling, Erling Haaland. Haaland? Yeah. Yep. His, did it, he has a famous celebration that he's posing, uh, a bit like uh, cross-legged on the ground after, I think, the last yeah, game they played against. Right. <laughs> and then the whole team uh, <laughs> recreated it yeah, he, and posted that. He... He messed them up in that first leg, and uh, he he's he's just been living in their heads ever since. Yep. They uh, I I do believe they also put out a video in the uh, dressing room. The PSG players put out really? a video in the dressing room. Wow. Um, you know, trying to get to him. I think is the nineteen year old kid. Yeah. And um, he's he's got this whole like billion dollar squad wrapped around his finger right now. It's remarkable. So yeah, well they shut him down, and uh, Dortmund then also went away with a red card. I can't remember who it was for, but it was very late. Uh, and also, wow, the other big shock, Atletico Madrid defeating Liverpool 3-2, uh, aggregate 4-2. Uh, so Liverpool are out. That extra time was insane. So is, that was quite something. Are you yeah. still in the FA Cup? Nope. So <laughs> the Premier League is the only remaining the competition. Game in the last I think I called this. I called this. I said you're, they would win right. the Premier League, but they'd crash out of every other competition. Yeah, I've got, I've got my... I got my Reds hat on right now. I'm still, I'm still going to represent them. But um, the well, extra I, extra time was just madness. Yeah, that that was an insane game. It was lovely to finally see Roberto Firmino score at Anfield yep. for the first time in <laughs> Lord only knows how long. Um, short lived. Uh, all, all the joy of it was was short lived. Um, unfortunately, uh, I wouldn't have called Liverpool favourites to overturn it going in. They were rather lacklustre in the first leg in um, Spain. And, uh, you know, Jordan Henderson went down. It was lucky that he was back. But um, Alisson being out, as everyone can plainly see, made, you would think, just about the entire difference mm. uh, in, in the, the manner in which Atletico scored. Yep. Uh, Alisson was at fault for a lot of what happened in the loss to um, Watford. But... Um, Yesterday morning was uh, a very clear insight into just how important he actually is to the uh, the first team because Adrian was he just wasn't there he just was not turning up uh, it was so disappointing because I've uh, I've appreciated Adrian's contributions this season uh, he's gotten more time than I think anyone would have expected him to given the form Allison was in last year. But, um, yeah, that was, it was just devastating. There was also a video of Klopp that went uh, viral as he's walking off the ground at halftime, onto the ground, fans trying to high-five him. Yes. <laughs> he's yelling at them, going, get your hands away! <laughs> yeah, that was, um, yeah, as people were coming out uh, pre-game, these, these people are, uh, you know, still just very caught up in the um, moment, I guess, trying mm. to get a, mm. a response from um, the players and the staff yeah. and... You know, at least club had the uh, the awareness to, you know, try and get them to stop because you can't be uh, you can't be too careful at the moment. Yeah. I think, and I mean, look at what That's just true. happened to mm. you know Arteta. 
crazy. It could have been a very different story if if Klopp had you know allowed himself to uh, you know to get involved with all that like any other day. Okay, so ne- next week um, we've got the uh, other four legs. Uh, Man City play Real Madrid Wednesday seven a.m. If that still goes ahead, mm. uh, Juventus. Uh, play Olympus de Leon Wednesday at 7am and then on Thursday Barcelona play Napoli Thursday 7am and Bayern and Chelsea uh, which could we could end up with only one English team left in the competition and well I mean uh, unless Chelsea pull off a miracle yeah that I don't see that I don't see that happening no. at all they've lost they won't have Marcus Alonso either he got sent off in the first leg yeah, yeah. for a stupid elbow Late on, um, very dumb decision. Uh, yeah, it's it's very bleak for Chelsea right now. The game, of course, they've announced will be behind closed doors in Munich. Um, so that'll be another another Champions yeah. League occasion with a just totally bizarre lack it's, of atmosphere. It's bizarre. If, you, if you've not seen, watch the highlights of uh, the Dortmund game just to see. You can yeah, hear the so, players it's, it's, yelling at each other. It's yeah. almost like it's a youth game or, or something like that. Mm, it's that's exactly it. It's uh, it's it's so. Um, Very bizarre. It's, it's surreal, really. Okay, we'll quickly touch over the Premier League. Now, with Mikel Arteta being out, obviously the Brighton-Arsenal game will be postponed. Uh, Watford play Leicester City Saturday 11.30. Norwich play Southampton Sunday 2am. Newcastle play Sheffield United 2am. Man City play Burnley Sunday 2am. Bournemouth play Crystal Palace Sunday 2am. Aston Villa and Chelsea play on Sunday 4.30am. West Ham and Wolves Monday 1am. Tottenham Man United uh, Monday 3.30. And Everton Liverpool Tuesday 7am. Indeed, yeah, and it would it would be rather biased of me, I think, to say the Merseyside Derby League game to watch. Uh, obviously, uh, it's going to be tough having one or potentially two games moved around now um, with the news that we've received this morning. Uh, Man City, I suppose, should still be going ahead with their game against Burnley. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Since the, the reason for the Arsenal game being called off was an Arsenal uh, they health concern. Benjamin Mendy's in isolation, so... Um, so, I mean, obviously their game against Real is is in jeopardy as well, as, yeah, you, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it, everything is just all over the place right now. It's it's so hard to get sort of a concrete estimation of what we're going to see over the next seven days because everything could change by then. If we've got people like Arteta having to go into quarantine, there's really no telling who could be next mm, and what that yeah. could mean for competitions. Um, um but yeah, we'll, we'll touch over. Last week, of course, the Manchester derby did not go the way I preferred. It's it's always awful when you stay up and you watch you watch two games in the lead up to it, and then you finally get <laughs> to it, and it's oh, it's very late in the evening. Yes, and oh, the the last goal stung the most because I really thought we were going to equalise for a second, um, but uh, oh, gee, Edison, what was Edison doing there? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Threw it directly to the advantage of uh, Scott McTominay and Peter Drury, as usual, with some beautiful commentary over the top. Uh, Leicester wiped off Aston Villa. I think they're scarily getting close to the bottom. I thought they would um, make their way back up, but uh, really are sitting on 25 points. Uh, Bournemouth above it, just on the top of the... uh, Relegation is on 27. In fact, uh, Watford and West Ham are on 27. So they just oh, they need to uh, pull something out of the bag because otherwise they're in big trouble, which is a shame. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, part of that's actually why uh, you know the the closeness at the bottom and how tight it's getting mm. with the, at this stage mm. of the season is why I'm not going to suggest the uh, Merseyside derby as the game to watch this week. I'm actually going to suggest Norwich City versus Southampton in the goal rush. I think uh, is absolutely crucial. Um, Norwich, you know, they're they're really well entrenched in the dogfight right now. Southampton uh, were way down there after they got crushed by Leicester nine nil back in October. Uh, they pulled away a bit since then, picked up some points they weren't expected to, and uh, you know they they are definitely I think in danger of falling back into that trap. A loss to Norwich would be disastrous in my opinion. So I will suggest Norwich and Southampton as uh, the game to really pay attention to this week with the uh, title race almost done and dusted. Yeah, and I'd say to uh, West Ham and Wolves and uh, Newcastle and Sheffield because I really think Sheffield could be still in a chance for a Champions League or even a Europa League spot, which is whew, would be crazy stuff to see in their first season up. Um, but yeah, exciting uh, round ahead of Premier League. Uh, we're going to be back with more uh, A-League and then we're going to wrap up the show on this Friday of the Sports Desk uh, uh, right here on SIN. Art Brute on the Sports Desk this morning, a direct hit and we're going to get into some A-League. Quick look at the round ahead. Brisbane Raw play Central Coast Mariners tonight, 7.30 at Suncourt Stadium. Uh, ins for Brisbane Raw, Aaron Ahmed Halloway returns from injury, Isaac Powell. Uh, ins for Central Coast, Ruan Togniak and Dylan Ruaz-Diaz has been promoted. Uh, also, Sydney FC play Perth Glory, Saturday 5pm, Nastarta Jubilee Stadium. Uh, ins for Sydney FC, Patrick Flotman, Michael Zulo returns from injury, and Luke Ivanovic. Uh, for Perth Glory, Kim So Biom and Osama Malik. Uh, Melbourne City, uh, Saturday 7.30, uh, plays Western Sydney Wanderers. Big game at Amy Park. Uh, ins for Melbourne City, Ramin Najarine, Karen Stokes, uh, Idrun Abdullah, Stefan Kolovsky out. Roston Griffiths suspended for one week, and Adrian Luna suspended. Uh, with one week also. Western Sydney, Bruce Kamau promoted. Kino Bacchus promoted. Kamuel Yaboa and Oliver Kalak. And outer Patrick Ziegler suspended. Nicholas, Nicholas Suman not selected. Uh, the Sunday games this round. Uh, Wellington Phoenix play Melbourne Victory Sunday 4.20 at Sky Stadium in Wellington. Inns for Wellington Phoenix. Phoenix Liam McGing, Brandon Wilson, Ben Wayne. Uh, and Melbourne Victory have uh, Jacob Paulson, Josh Hope, Aaron Anderson, Louis or- Laure Latinzo, that's a, lot, a long last name. Uh, out Tim Hoogland, uh, suspended one week. Giancarlo Galufico, suspended, accumul- oh, okay, uh, suspended for the uh, multiple yellow cards. And uh, Adelaide United uh, play Newcastle Jets in the final game. Sunday, 6.20 at Cooper Stadium. Ends for Adelaide United. Lachlan Brook, Ben Halloran. Uh, and Kasuni Yengi and Newcastle have Joe Ledley and Pat Langliosis. And Western United have the bye. That is the round. I really enjoyed um, Melbourne City's game last week against Perth. What a big upset um, to hold on. We always get 3 0 at half time. We always manage to let them come back by two. It's happened multiple <laughs> yeah. times. We've got to work on that if oh, we're going to yeah. get up early. <laughs> no, nah, but you've got to take the points. 
Yeah, yes, take, take a, a big win for us uh, in one of probably hardest fixtures. Uh, has your th- thoughts been on the rest of the teams for the last round? Um, well, my side uh, had the bye last week, so I didn't really uh, have yes. much to say with the Jets <laughs> having the week off. Um, I, yeah, not too confident in um, travelling to Adelaide, which is traditionally a burger ground for the Jets. Yep. Um, Joe Ledley in is interesting. Okay. See how that develops over the last few weeks. But I think my one and only contribution really for the A-League this week will be that uh, trans-Tasman football, I think, will miss Glenn Moss when he retires at the end of the season. Okay. And uh, I, I think uh, Western United are lo- looking scary. We, we all ruled them out of the park a couple of weeks back, um, but if they pull off another one of those games, again, well, obviously they can't this weekend because uh, they have the bye, but... Uh, you know, they th- they are just on the... I think... Can they're, you bring up the table? They're six now. Six. So they're so in the six now. Uh, they do have some tough fixtures towards the end of the season. Uh, Melbourne City, Western, uh, Western Sydney Wanderers and Sydney FC. A few. Um, so if they can hold on and pull off that performance, they can stay in. Uh, and I think that'll be the team that'll... If Melbourne Victory have this late magical comeback, which I don't think is going to happen... Uh, it doesn't matter because uh, Western United will have that spot. Yeah, um, no, I think uh, I think they played Perth after their bye as well, so that'll be a good test for them. Ooh, yeah, I know that that is a big test for them. Uh, uh, yeah. But we're nearing on the end of the season. Scary stuff for finals. Um, Sydney are going to finish on top. There's no doubt about that. Now we'll just just all comes down to the the finals performance in uh, whichever the teams that finish in the top six will be interesting. Um, yeah. Would be uh, any uh, early predictions for finals? Oh. Uh, I'd like to say Melbourne City can go all the way to the granny because I've never seen a team of mine in a grand final in on this side of the planet. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, so in uh, footy and uh, A League terms, <laughs> it's yeah. not happened for me. Um, so I'd like to see Melbourne City go all the way to the grand final. Uh, and I would say probably it's a, it will be against Sydney, um, but you never know. You never know. As, as, as underdogs could go all the way. Finals different. Uh, the different beast. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Any final thoughts for today? Um, no. I no. think I should. I should just keep the uh, A League bit succinct. I thought I'd offer in a um, uh, little talking point, perhaps for the end of the season when Moss hangs up the boots. Awesome. Okay, well, we'll catch you next Friday. The Sports Desk team will be back uh, on Monday and Wednesdays. We build to an exciting AFL season. Awesome stuff. We'll catch you next week.